pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier 
in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. Jeez, that's low. I'm low. All the audio's fucked up, because you, I know. Because I mess with it every day for the good book. You, you do. I do. Anyway. I turn right. your mic down. Anyway. Jesus. I know. I put it all the way over there, because I play. Just got to play with it. Got to get loose. Oh, I don't do that. Anyway. Fuck ice wallet. Oh. Wow. <laughs> rough one so uh liana and i both took the day off today well i did the good the good book she didn't do her show she was feeling bitchy cranky irritated pissed off at the world didn't have any more fucks to give said fuck it well, we should have let off of that song i was gonna i was thinking about fuck doing it that. no um, hold on. I'll find it. And I, uh, I did the good book and I was so exhausted this morning that I went back to bed Just totally random. Like I don't do that. I don't take naps. I don't go back to bed, but I was super tired. So, um, I, I went back to bed. I slept for like an hour and a half. The dogs even came and slept with me after Seamus decided to eat some eggshells. Um, Dick. yeah. He's such a dick. He is such a dick. He's he's learned that he's taller than buzz, uh, both of us. He just doesn't give a shit anymore. He's just like, watch this. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Seriously. But this this is uh my uh oh my dedication to you, Liana. Here you and go. I understand how you're feeling because I think everybody feel I feel this way today, no, no, especially. I know that. Uh, especially today. But yeah, today was a weird it day. was weird. It's been a weird I would even say, and I'm not a very energy-based person, but I'd say it's a very weird energy today. Maybe weird. it's getting cold. Everybody's that's an what energy-based person. Maybe the that's what it is. The dogs were loving it, though, because when I did take them for their walk at like noon or 11.45, when I finally got up, got my ass out of bed, smoked a bowl, and then I was like, all right, let's go for a walk. And the wind was right in their face, and it was pretty strong. I, I mean, not as strong as it is in Ireland and the UK right now, but it was pretty strong. And, uh, you know, they they were loving it. And he was like jumping into the wind. It was quite funny. All right, here you go. Nobody else felt that. This is for you, Miss Liana. Just for you. Take this off. I tried, 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 and I tried even more. I cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I pressed, I pushed, I yelled, and then the hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more fucks to give, and my fucks have run with dry. I've tried to go fuck shopping, but there's no fucks left to buy. I've no more fucks to give, and the more fucks I've tried to get. I'm over my fuck budget, and I'm now in fucking debt. <laughs> I strive, strive, strive to get everything done. I play by all the rules, but I very rarely won. I've smiled, I've charmed, I would have laughed, alas, to no avail. I'd run round like a moron to unequivocally fail. I've no more fucks to give. My fuck news has just blown. I've been hunting for my fucks all day, but they've upped and fucked off home. I've no more fucks to give. My fuck rationals are depleted. I've rallied my fuck army, but it's been fucking defeated. The effort has just not been worth the time. 
fucks are now so fucked up they refuse to fucking stay. I know what fucks to give. My fucks have gone insane. They come back round and pass me while they're fucking off again. I know what fucks to give. My fucks have all dissolved. I plan many projects, but my fucks won't be involved. I know what fucks to give. My fucks have all been spent. They're fucked off from the building, and I don't know where they went. I've no more fucks to give. I've no more fucks to give. I've no more fucks. I've no more fucks. I've no more fucks to give. Thank you very much. There you go, Lan. There you go. We have no more fucks to give. Just for you. I know you're not. In, I know you're lurking and not chatting anymore. But that was for you. That was for you. Yeah. Because my fucks have runneth dry. But you know what? Fuck hasn't runneth dry. There's one fuck I'm kind of holding on to. You guys heard this AI shit that's going on? Mm. You know, normally I don't pay attention much to the tech shit because the tech shit really never really affects me because I think all technology is going to come to a fucking screeching halt soon anyway. But one of the weirdest things I found very crazy is that there is a uh, wall street journal article out there about biden's power grab for the ai market and i've seen a couple articles on this the last couple days big big push from the americans which is very weird americans with deep concerns about the mental acuity of president biden are now being asked to believe that he's competent enough and empowered to direct the country's technological innovation President Biden is now claiming emergency authority without any act of Congress to seize control over the development of artificial intelligence. Hmm. I don't think I need to tell you where this goes. Roomba's acting weird. <laughs> Vacuums jumping off the walls, chasing you ladies around during the day. Um, your fucking lawnmower chasing you in in your lawn while it's trying to cut your lawn because you know it's it's all AI powered. Uh, what else is AI powered in your house now that Joe Biden's seeking to get control of? I mean, come on, can we not make it any more obvious? What are you using Terminator Judgment Day as your fucking book now? AI is going to become self-aware. All you farmers out there using that big equipment that the, the government sold you because he said, oh, it would make your job easier. Now it's going to chase you down in your own fields and kill you because they don't want you talking. I'm pretty sure that's what this clip is about. I think. No, I don't remember. I think. You sent it to me a couple days yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I don't remember which one this one I know. Was. But I know we didn't play it. I think that's what this is about. Let's see. So what they did is they had, um, you know, a camera looking at a space with people in it. Um, that's sort of like coming in from one eye. The other eye is the radio signals, so sonar from the uh, Wi-Fi router. And they just learned to predict, like, this is where the human beings are. Then they took away the camera. So all the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room and this is what they're able to reconstruct. Real-time 3D pose estimation. 
right? So suddenly AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings. Hold on, hold on, pause this. Pause this real quick. Go forward. Let me, let me, let me tell you about this. Okay. And you military guys, Hey, don't, don't feel ashamed to not chime in. You probably have seen this shit too. And right there, leave it right there. I know where you are. Perfect spot. Bring us up. Let me tell you about this. This has been in the works for years, folks. This isn't just, they didn't just come up with this yesterday because of what's going on in Israel with what's going on with Palestine and Israel. No, this has been in the works for years. Want to know how I know? It was in the military for 21 years. In the military in 21 years, I watched our night vision devices go from 25 pound hulking pieces of shit to 10 pounds of... I couldn't live without it. This is what AI projects heat signals from. And how do we know that? Because in the new PVS, I want to say it's the PVS 42 monocular. It gives you a thermal signal around a heat animated target. And you can do a combined signal where you do a night vision signal and a thermal signal at the same time. And all it is, is AI picking up this 3D imaging that it's reading in one eye. That's all it is. It'll tell you behind a couch that it's picking up a thermal si signal of 98.6 degrees or higher. And it'll give me an orange line above the couch. And it will tell me that, oh, above that couch right over there, there's probably a guy hiding back there. Because it can sense the difference in temperature radiation between in front of the couch and behind the couch. What do you think does that? Do you think it's a really cool microchip microprocess? No, it's AI. Come on, folks. Stop. We've been dealing with this shit for years. You just didn't know it. That 3D image is the same thing that you see in thermal scope. If you're looking downrange or if I'm looking through a wall. You know, it's really going to piss me off though. You were talking about Roombas at the beginning of the show. And at the end of the show, when I go on my phone, I'm going to have a whole bunch of ads for Roombas I know. in my every feed, yep. whatever. It's AI. It's AI. But why is, why is Joe Biden so anxious to jump on this bot? It, this is like, I've seen like five articles in the last two days about how he is cornering the market on this AI thing, how we're putting emergency orders into effect to control the development of AI. Why is that? Is that because the real people that need to be in control of it, like the elites, they're not there yet? Is that probably the reason? It's the one I'd guess. Because they've been shitting on the Americans forever now. Anybody that comes up with an idea, you either get killed or they steal it. They take it from you. Yeah. Seriously. Or you sell out, one of the two. And even if you don't sell out, they'll force you to sell out. They'll put enough government controls against you that you have no choice but to sell out. Hmm. hmm. Sounds like a third world country, doesn't it? Kind of sounds like Germany, 1936. Just saying. It's what happened to the Jews in 36 in Germany. They took all their ideas, stole all their intellectual property. And then before they decided to line them up and mass murder them, according to what the history books tell us, um, before they did that, they took all the retards and the fucking lawyers and they got rid of them first. As if to tell us, hey, look. What did they do with COVID? COVID, they didn't get many lawyers, but they got a lot of the 
special needs. They did, and just before COVID, they killed off all the uh, the holistic doctors, or a whole bunch of them. Yep. All the nat- not all of them, but a lot of the naturopaths. Um, yep. Yeah. So you remember the other day you were talking about the Ingersoll Lockwood website, and we were looking for the the white rabbit. Yes. Found it. The bottom right corner. Found it. Found the video that's embedded in there. Really. I did. It's from one of my favorite movies. Ah, go figure. Follow the White Rabbit. Mary Poppins. Yeah, go follow the White Rabbit. Winds in the east. Miss coming in. Like something is brewing. About to begin. Can't put me finger on what lies in store. I feel what's to happen. All happened before. Mm. Mm. Where's James? Oh, you know what's interesting is that last um, time we did that, it was the the very (laughs) next scene in that movie. Yep, which is also on the Ingersoll Lockwood site, by the way, is this one. There's something wrong. The bank won't give someone their money. Well, I'm going to get mine. Come along, young man. Every penny in your hand. Give me mine, too. Stop all payments. Stop all Just take our money out of the banks. What happens? To they the don't government? have it. They don't have it in the bank. Mm, they don't have it in the bank. So we... Leo said that website is horseshit. That the Ingersoll Lockwood website is horseshit. You know, Leo, I had my doubts as well until we did a whole long, extensive ex- episode on the Ingersoll Lockwood website, and we came across some entries, some some papers, some journal papers, or pictures of journal papers. Something that I'd actually seen before in my childhood, the actual original diagrams for the Bellcraft written in my great grandmother's hand that I've seen before. So I don't think it's horseshit. Just saying. At least that part of it isn't. I mean, where the I, fuck would they get that? Did you, have you guys seen the, the world? What is the countdown clock? Have you seen that? 
Hmm. Like it came out with another one. Like you've been showing me these, the, the, the debt clock or whatever that inter, the international debt clock, you know, they've had these weird signs, like somebody's corrupted it. Mm -hmm. They had another one and it was just as crazy as the last one, which makes me wonder who really has control over that motherfucker. Cause I don't think the people who are supposed to do. Well, just saying. Hey, really quick, something that just popped across my newsfeed that I thought was really funny. I thought I'd share this with you. Hey, did you all know that, you know, remember when I told you that Ken Buck was a fucking rhino and he's a piece of shit and we should never trust him? Well, get this. Ken Buck just dropped out of re-election for his seat in the House just days after opposing Jim Jordan for Speaker. He was the prime dude that shut down Jim Jordan from being Speaker. Some of you might be okay with that, but this cocksucker did it knowing he wasn't knowing he wasn't going to run again. What a fucking rhino. What a just absolute piece of shit. Like, what do you fucking care, dude? You're not running again. You're a fucking mo. Wow. Just shows you the childhood bullshit that goes on in our government. It's like high school with the clicks and yeah, the bullshit. Yeah, and the craziness. it is. It is. It's all bullshit. That's that's why we. Do you, you remember? Know, hold on. You remember when you were a kid? And I know a lot of you are like this, at least now. No. Well, you know me, hold and on. you were like this. But I know a lot of people that listening to us that listen to us were like this because they're independent thinkers, right? Tell them about high school, baby. So preach. You remember in high school when there were those cliques, right? All the, the popular kids, they all hung out together. High school was the best years of their lives. It really was. Because after the high school, they were like, fuck. But you always thought, you know, well, oh, when, when I'm out of middle school, when I get to high school, then I'll make more friends. Then I'll be part of the in crowd. And then you get to high school and you're like, oh, when I get to college, then I'll make more friends. Then I'll, then I'll be, then I'll be part of a click. Then I'll be part of an in crowd, not, not a click, but then you'll make real friends, right? That aren't, that, that don't all have that group think mindset. And you get to college and you find the same thing, those clicks with the group think mindset. And then you're like, oh, well, when I get into the real world, when I get into the workplace, when I get into a corporate environment, then there'll be real people there. Then I'll make real friends. You know, my truest friends, my realest friends are the ones that I've had. And I've, don't get me wrong. I've made some along the way. I made some, I made some in middle school and I made some in high school and I made some in college and I even made some, some of the best ones in my workplace. But my truest friends are the ones that have been there from the very beginning, from the earliest years. They were my friends before their work clicks and they're still my friends now when we've realized that fuck the clicks much no, later. Seriously. But everywhere you go in church, in seriously, your neighborhood, I'm sorry. everywhere. Me and her grew up in a pretty small town in Connecticut and it was gay. And we saw clicks right off the bat. There were these clicks of friends that hung out together. We never hung out together because we were never part of the same click. However, we found ourselves at the same parties. It was crazy like that. And one of the things over the years, it was that a we, very small town. One of the, one of the things that we've noticed over the years is that's true everywhere because we've both moved South. It wasn't just up. We were down South. We were out in our old Island. We used to live. 
same thing. And dude, I went to, I went to church. I was part of the Knights out there, Knights of Columbus with the Catholic church. I was big in the, in the church and everything. And you know what I found? You just didn't fit in. It was the same shit. It was the same clicks. It was the same jaw jacking behind somebody's back. I was like, dude, if you don't have the balls to say it in front of his face, why are you talking about it now? Talk about, if you're going to do that, if you're going to talk shit about somebody, <laughs> say it to their fucking face. And everybody thought I was just, oh, you're, you're so, you're so wild in your ways. Different. No, I'm not. You're not I'm, like the rest of us. You don't. I, I don't have to the group thing. I don't have time for your bullshit. If you want to play games, go find somebody else. I'm not about games. This is a simple arrhythmic, arrhythmic algorithm. It really is. It is very simple. You're there or you're not. It's that simple. I don't have to pick up the phone and call you. It works both fucking ways. If you're a friend of mine, you're going to pick up the phone every once in a while when I don't. And when I'm, I'm a friend, even if it's, even if it's like six years, I'm, there's some people in the military I would talk to today. Like I talked to them six years ago. Like we were just together back on the block, bebopping down the road. Swear to God. That's how Heather was. I mean, that's how it was when Heather and I reconnected after 15 years. I'm just saying clicks and shit. That shit's gay. It, it's gone. I, I don't know who deals them in, in them anymore. And this shit that I see with the Republicans, this is the part where they're disconnected with the American rea reality. Nobody America in America gives a shit. Like we don't now we just don't fucking care anymore. Do what we asked you to do or get the fuck out. They are scared to death of that. They are scared to death that the American public think about for instance, think about Ken Buck, this cocksucker, this pussy boy. He's so scared of going back and facing his constituents because he knows that he's going to get chastised. He knows he's going to lose the next run. Instead, he's just saying, fuck it, I'm bowing out. What a pussy. What a pussy. Well, if you really stood on your convictions and you really believed in what you were saying about Jim Jordan, come on, dude. Really? At least show a little bit of a stiffer upper lip than that, pussy. Rhino. I guess it's good. I mean, you were right. I guess it is good because we're finally getting him out of office. Get him out. But what's behind him? That's what if that's what scares me is we get a bigger rhino. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is why people don't give a shit about what's going on in Congress. Okay. Because they can't afford to fucking live. Yeah. They can't afford to live. Nobody can. Watch this. Why is rent so expensive? What do people do for a living to be able to afford this? For example, uh, one bedroom, one bath, 800 square feet is $2,500 a month. Two beds, two baths, 1,000 square feet, $2,500 a month. Two beds, two baths, 1,200 square feet, $2,795 a month. What? Okay, here's one below uh, 2,000. Um, one bedroom, one bath, 699 square feet for $1,995 a month. Three beds, two and a half baths, 2,200 square feet, so not that bad, for $5,200 a month. It's a townhouse.
two beds, two baths, 966 square feet, 2,395 a month. Come on, I don't understand. Three beds, one bath, come on, for 2,200 a month. And that's for 1,000 square feet. I wanna live in a place that I'm happy in, that I feel safe in. Does anybody else have this problem? Why is- I Buy a house, bitch. Yeah, darling. Everyone Seriously. else has that problem. Ser hey, I, folks, babe, if you're renting, you can't just buy a house anymore either. Look, think about listen, it. Listen, listen. If you're renting, okay, think about the prices she was just talking about. If you're renting, you could be paying a mortgage. If you're paying that much a month, you're paying a mortgage payment. If you have 10% to put down on a $500,000 house, because that's the average price these days. True. Do you have 50 grand laying around that you can put it down on a $500,000 house and pay 7% interest? Now, mind you- I used to say, go serve your country, but that then you might end up gay. So, so. Powell, Powell- You know I'm right. Did nothing with the interest rates. He kept them the same, but left the door open for them to continue to go up. Yep. Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell. Yes. Which means they're going to go up again. The Fed secretary. Yeah. yeah, it's going up. They're going to go up again. They already went up again. Wow. They're yeah. three point. They're, they're up. Was it, it? It's now 4% interest is what. It's going to get worse. It, it's just going to. Last night was a big actually telltale. I don't know if you all saw the stock market this morning, but we watched the stock market today. Nope. Uh, it's done nothing but drop. It went. That doesn't surprise me. Well, why was that? Maybe they were right about that whole thing about bricks and shit. Because well, I watched most of the money was coming out of the oil sector. Um, yesterday was the last day that bricks would take the U.S. dollar as payment for petrol currency for petrol. Yes, for oil. So it 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 dumped off bad. It's getting worse. Um, go check the stock market out. It. It's not pretty. It's really not. Oh, so uh, Donald Trump has a couple messages for us. Hold on. I'm going to get to that real quick because he's not wrong here. He hasn't been in a while. so Wrong. I know. You'll have that on those big jobs. Just saying. So he was speaking at the Republican Jewish Coalition Leadership Summit in Vegas. There's a Republican. Yeah, just after Ron DeSantis Jewish... wearing his high heel. Okay, boots. all right. For, well, so we we got it. We got it. We got to address that. You want to talk about Bootgate? Yeah, Bootgate and the high heels. Because the, we got to talk about that. Jack Posobiec has turned this into a national media news circus. I can't even believe I'm saying that over Ron DeSantis wearing fucking lifts in his boots. Okay, dude, it was more than lifts, babe. He was straight up wearing fucking pumps. Stop. He. Didn't even wear a dress, but he had pumps on. So, I was watching him walk. He was up on his like tippy toes. Like he, he was prairie dogging like a so son of a bitch. DeSantis went on some random, some podcast. I don't know. And they, they, they wanted to quell the rumors. They wanted to put it to rest. And they asked him, how tall are you? And he said, five, five he said five eleven. And they said, well, there's rumors going around that you wear lifts in your shoes. He says, I do not. And they said, well, here's a pair of shoes in your size. Regular pair of sneakers, brand new. Will you put them on? And he refused. Whoa. And then, like three different shoemakers, like you know, people that make custom shoes for you, said, 
they looked at his shoes and they were like, oh, oh no, he definitely wears lifts. Like three different. Dude, you can see where like say he, he says lifts. they're off. Why he said, does this matter? He said they were off the rack Katani boots or some shit like that, that he said he purchased. Uh -huh. and, and I was like, dude, they don't even, there's no way that you could get the meat of your foot past the toe in that boot. If that's the way that boot is constructed. Well, I'm I, I've worn boots my whole entire life. There is no fucking way that little faggot exactly, is getting his Gus, foot in that boot. Why does it matter? Who cares? I, I just think it's I don't I think it's funny shit. because if he's gonna lie about that, what else is he gonna lie about? I mean that's all I'm saying. He doesn't want to be five nine. What what does it matter? Exactly. What Who does gives it matter? a shit what your height is? What does that have something to do with your dick length? It really doesn't. Can you I've seen bit small dudes with really big dicks. Can, I have. Can, it's just not me. Can you give Jim Jordan the name of your shoemaker? He doesn't give a shit. Exactly. Maverick might or Tom Cruise oh, might. God. They just give him an apple crate to stand on when he's next to Nicole Kidman. <laughs> they film it differently. You know, I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut. Loring, really? Yeah, I hate that movie. It's I, so dumb. I know. It really is I, I dumb. Watched it's like the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Five seconds of it, and I was like, this is fucking I had stupid. to watch it, and I think I was in, uh, when it came out, I think I was in. You had to watch it in. in Kosovo. In a school, right? No, it was in Kosovo. Okay. I had to watch it in Kosovo, because it was like the only thing to do that night. And wow. it was like, you either go watch Eyes Wide Shut, or you shoot yourself in the forehead. I was like, well, I guess I'll go watch Eyes Wide Shut. Doesn't usually one preclude the other anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You felt like shooting yourself in the forehead <laughs> right after Eyes Wide Shut. So anyway, all right, all off the rails there. Uh, Donald Trump for you, who, by the way, is not 5'11". He's like 6'4". Still two. not as tall as, oh, 6'2". All right. Two. Still not as tall as his son, though who is putting our son to shame. Even. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's no joke. American who is terrified that Joe Biden's catastrophic weakness will bring our country to ruin, and it's closer than it's ever been. I believe it's closer than ever to ruin. I believe it's closer than ever to World War III. And I will stop World War III. You will not have World War III. I can tell you that. And I make this promise to you as president, we will restore peace through strength on the earth, beyond on the earth. Victor Orban said the other day, the only way that this world is going to be solved, he's a very strong man, as you know, from Hungary, and he's the boss, there's no doubt about it. He actually asked me for my endorsement, and I gave it to him. I said, what do you need it for? He says, because I like to win by a lot. And, and he did. But he said, uh, they asked him a question at an interview, and they said, what would you recommend to, to Biden? And he said that I recommend that he resign immediately and put Trump in his place, because during Trump, there were no problems. China respected us. Russia respected us. Everybody respected us. Under my presidency, our country was very, very feared and very, very respected. Feared is not a nice word, but we were feared. Greatest military in the world. You saw what we did. For four straight years, I kept America safe. I kept Israel safe. And I kept the world safe. The world was a safer place, a much safer place. Today, the world is... Today, the world is blowing up all around, no matter where you look. If I were president, the attack on Israel would never, ever have happened. I think you believe that, right? I think you believe that. 
Ukraine would never have happened. Inflation would never have happened. The most embarrassing moment in our history, the inept withdrawal, the way they withdrew, not the fact that they were getting out. I had them all set to move. We we're going to move out with dignity and strength, and we were going to take our Look, I know Don's got a message here, but this is my worry. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know this is from a couple of days ago, and you guys probably heard this, but this is a worry of mine. Bro, they have fucked this world up more. I, I, I think this was their goal from the get-go. Hear me out. This might be a new conspiracy theory because we need new, need some new ones because all the ones have worked out in our favor. They did this on purpose. They fucked the world up this bad on purpose yep. because think about this, folks. Even if he came back, right? Right now, how is he going to preclude Israel from marching into Gaza and killing every Israel? He's or not. Every, he's not. He's exactly. Not. He's not. He's going to throw support behind them. He, he, not only that, is he going to throw support behind him, he's also going to throw cash down there. Yep. Guess what? We're going to be funding yet another war. The problem is we keep funding wars that have absolutely nothing to do with us. They have everything to do with the rest of the world, nothing to do with us. Why are we concerned? Israel has an army that is almost as fucking equal to us. The only difference is the size. Matter of fact, they're more potent than us. They got less restrictions than we do. Leo, you're right. Vote for the least retarded guy. The problem with voting for the lesser of two evils is you're still voting for evil. Yeah. You're still voting for retard. I mean, and when ha- you... You're right. How is Trump going to stop World War III when it's already going on? You you, you see, he's offering some, some really... They're pretty out there. I mean, these are some... Even I wouldn't say that because there's no way that I could guarantee that I could stop Israel from entering the Gaza Strip and laying waste to every Palestinian there. There is no way I could say that because how can I speak from a position of power on that? How can I speak from a position of strength on that? How can I say, well, Prime Minister Netanyahu, no, you you shouldn't do that. Who am I to say that? Well, should we let Trump finish or is he done? I, I'm just wondering. I, I'm asking everybody because he's offering some pretty grandiose claims here that I don't know if he can actually follow through with. He always does. Equipment and we were going to take our Americans with us and we weren't going to have 13 people killed. Great soldiers, great, beautiful young soldiers. I got to know all of the parents and we weren't going to have... 38 people wounded so badly, their lives are shattered, just shattered. The legs, the arms, the face obliterated. We weren't going to have any of that. We're going to walk out with power and strength and dignity, and we were going to get out. We were going to keep Bagram, the Air Force Base, the big Air Force Base, because it was one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons, but they lost that too. And right now, you know who occupies it? China occupies it. And we would not have open borders where countries are emptying out their prisons, mental institutions, and sending record numbers of terrorists for which we will someday be paying a very big price unless you elect Donald J. Trump. I'm not going to pay a price.
Before I came into office, the World Trade Center in New York City was obliterated. The Middle East was in flames. ISIS had a caliphate spanning 20,000 square miles. That's a big area. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm done. It's the same bullshit over and over again. Yep. It never stops. It's just the same. Same message. Fucking campaign speech. Yep. It doesn't stop. I mean, I'm bored. I was bored. I know. 10 minutes into it because I was like, hey, well, we're not even 10 minutes in. We're three minutes in. But yeah, I, hear I was you. like, wait a minute. This is like you're making a bold claim here. This is you have to understand there's <laughs> even being president. What, what is he going to do? You're going to tell those Israelis. Oh, yeah. By the way, you can't avenge your parents or your, your family. You know who 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 are you to tell me I can't own chickens? Who are you to tell me what I can do and not do on my land? Exactly. So my question again is, what is Donald J. Trump really going to say to the Israelis that says, wait a minute, we shouldn't go to war? What is he going to pull the bank? They control the bank. He knows that. Well, we'll see, because I don't think that bank is going to be up anymore once he's back in, if he gets back in. But here you go. What you think our, our debts are just going to be zeroed out because of this war? Is that is that the play? Is the play to zero the banks out so that we don't have any debt anymore? Uh, well, could be. A lot of people have been talking about a jubilee, a debt jubilee. There's already rumors are going around about them. That could um, be a play. Letting go of all credit card debt. What? Hey, I'd be all right with that. I know. Who wouldn't be? Shit, all of you are out there going, shit, I'm living on my last credit card here. We yep. know that because we are too. Yep. Exactly. No different. Let's bring in uh, Mark Rega, a senior advisor to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He's live from Jerusalem. Mark, uh, good afternoon to you there. Good morning to you. All right. Uh, it is good news that they have opened the Rafa crossing. I, I know that this was a negotiation between the United States, Israel, Hamas, and Egypt. Is it just going to be four or 500 today? Is that going to be it? I can't give you the answer because we, we want everyone to leave who wants to leave. Uh, the question is, what will Hamas do? When Secretary Blinken was here on his first visit, that's over two weeks ago, we discussed our willingness to work with the Americans to get all your American citizens out. That was our commitment. And I thought it should have been done, you know, when, it, when we made that decision. But Hamas was holding the American citizens as sort of hostages. They didn't want to let them leave. Apparently, they've agreed finally to let them leave. I hope they can all get out and return home and be with their families. Yeah. So Hamas is telling the mediators that it will release the hostages soon. This was said in a video yesterday on the Telegram app. What's the latest? So uh, we don't believe much of what uh, Hamas is saying publicly. They, they, they say something and they say the opposite the next day and you never know what is true. Mm -hmm. And the assumption is that everything they say is just psychological propaganda for their, for their terror machine. I can say the following. We're continuing to hit the Hamas terror machine hard. Uh, they're facing our blows. They're feeling our might. And I think that pressure will do more than anything else to get our hostages out. Together with the diplomatic pressure on Hamas's allies in the Gulf, I think that's the way to get our people out. Well, Ambassador, you're right. They are feeling it. But my concern is the propaganda war. It looks like Hamas is winning it. Um, and 
I worry that the U.S. as well as the U.N. already hates you guys already, and they've displayed that over the years. But I worry that it's going to cause pressure from the U.S. and American journalists that you guys won't be able to do the, the full war effort for long. Do you worry about that? You know, what you talk about the propaganda from the other side, and the, the trouble is, and, and sometimes I think parts of your, your colleagues in the media are guilty of this, people don't understand Hamas is not a democracy. No. Uh, Gaza is a, is a brutal authoritarian regime there. And people who speak to the media, whether they're doctors or nurses or some local official, they have to follow the party line. Right. Uh, they have to follow Hamas's line. And so all the information coming out of Gaza is, is controlled by Hamas. The pictures you see are controlled by Hamas. The words that come out of Gaza are controlled by Hamas. And as a result, people get a very warped picture. I mean, have you seen a single picture of a dead Hamas terrorist since we started operation inside Gaza? No, they don't allow pictures. They only want you to believe that innocent civilians have been hit. Well, obviously, we've been hitting Hamas terrorists one after the other. So the Houthi rebels declare war on you. They're hitting you with uh, some long-range rockets. I know you're not shy about bombing uh, the terrorists in Syria. You've hit back at the Hezbollah in Lebanon. Will you hit back in Yemen? Uh, first of all, if we're about to do anything, I'm, I can't share it on television for obvious reasons. But all I can say is a statement that you know is true and I know is true. That is, anyone who attacks Israel will face Israeli retribution, will face response. If you shoot missiles into Israel, we will hit back. Right. Ambassador. That's um, a yes. <laughs> yeah. If Hamas is eradicated as Israel. Shut this hole up real quick. Sure. Really quick. Yeah. This is. There's something I heard today, and I, I I was scrolling through. I didn't save it. It was uh, one of the Palestinian leaders or one of the Hamas leaders. He said that the light was off and the door was open, I believe is the terms he used. The last time I heard that used was in the Quran. Last time that was used in the Quran was I was going to say that sounds like that's out of the Bible during uh, the Philistine war, the first Philistine war, which that was uh, really, really, really bad for Christians. Um, they basically went on a wholesale slaughter. Muslims did uh, not on Jews. They went on a wholesale slaughter, just killing Christians. Mm -hmm. They weren't about the Jews. They were just about killing Christians. It was after the first crusade. It was the first Philistine uh, war that took place from the Saracen army. And uh, they, they fucked up Christians left, right, and center. So if that is what is in their mind going on right now, this whole elevation of our, terror threat warning here in America. Let me tell you something. That means they know of something more. There, there's something coming. Something was awakened with this. Well, we'll get to we're that about in a to, second. But we're yes. about to take a fucking ass whooping. So I got yeah, a feeling. We'll, we'll get to that next. But this, this happened today. And this, now you remember when the hospital parking lot had uh, a well, rocket fall on it. Yep. And they were going back and forth. Israel was like, it wasn't us. Oh, yeah, I got a story on that. Too. And Gaza was saying, uh, yeah, it wasn't us. Yep. And, you know, back and forth. It was a faulty rocket from Hamas that landed in the hospital. 
parking lot. The initial story was that Israel just bombed the hospital back and forth. So today it came out that Israel bombed a refugee camp. They did. They did. There's no back and forth on this one. They were like, yep, we did it. Yep. Yep. And they got the guy they were going after. Too. Yep. Along with like 500 innocent civilians. Tough shit. Fuck around and find out. Hey, no, 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 no. You, you can't play this game where there's, there's, there's no, oh, well, there's, there's, we're, we're not, for those people that required us to get the job, there's, oh, there's no. So they told them to leave Northern Gaza because they were bombing it. Yep. And they all went to this refugee camp fleeing Northern Gaza. Who and else did? then they bombed the refugee camp. Who else did? Oh, I'm sure Hamas went with them. Yep. And they're hiding them. And guess what? I Look. Were they war, hiding them or were look, they? War is, look, folks, listen to me. War is not pretty. When you're trying to kill somebody, you take every chance that you can. But let me tell you something. When it comes down to brass tacks and it comes down to killing a motherfucker who was the head perpetrator of the October 7th attack. Yeah, you kind of you kind of say you yield on the side of let's just make sure this motherfucker never walks on the earth again. What do you think? Do you really think the head perpetrator of the Hamas attacks of the 10-7 attacks was in this refugee camp? I thought they already fled to Qatar. They were being hidden by Iran. I'm sure there's a couple that couldn't. Mm. I'm I'm more than sure there's a couple that couldn't. Well, anyway, here's here's what happened this morning. Ambulances went through the Rafa border crossing this morning between Gaza and Egypt after a long-awaited deal to evacuate some sick and injured for treatment. It's being described as a first stage and that more will follow. It comes as anger is growing after an Israeli strike devastated part of a refugee camp on the edge of Gaza City in northern Gaza. Israel said it carried out a significant strike that killed a senior Hamas leader involved in the October 7th massacre of 1,400 Israelis. In Gaza, they're calling this a massacre too. And amid the anguish are cries against the United States, which, like Israel, is rejecting calls for a ceasefire, saying it would benefit Hamas. A nearby Hamas-run hospital says dozens were killed and hundreds wounded. NBC News cannot independently verify those numbers. Shortly after the attack, most communications in Gaza were shut down. A blackout for the second time in this conflict. Israel says it's targeting Hamas leaders and that Israeli troops are now fighting deep within the Gaza Strip in street-to-street -street battles with Hamas militants and taking casualties. The Israeli military says at least 11 soldiers have been killed so far. Prime Minister Netanyahu this morning saying, our soldiers have fallen in the most just of wars, the war for our home. The fighting is also dangerous for the some 240 Israeli hostages, including dozens of children taken by Hamas and held at least sometimes in Hamas's tunnels. One hostage is now back with her family, Private Ori Magidish, rescued by Israeli troops. While Natalie Ranan, an American teenager taken hostage by Hamas, is also back home in the Chicago area. She was freed 12 days ago. Along with this ongoing process to get foreign nationals and some injured out of Gaza, there's a renewed effort to get aid into the Gaza Strip. Savannah? All right, Richard Engel leading us off. Thank you, Richard. Look, you can tell me what you want about warfare. I've seen both sides. I'm going to tell you about this. 
this is the one you've got to understand. No matter what we do down there, no matter how we interact, no matter no matter what we intervene with, no matter what weapon, new weapon system we bring to the fucking battlefield, it doesn't fucking matter, folks. It doesn't. Trust me on this. It doesn't matter. These two people are, this is like a fight in high school. They're going to fight anyway. Let them do it. Let them get it out of their system. Do I believe all those people? No, absolutely not. But war is hell. It sucks. People get killed all the fucking time. You don't get pissed off when you hear a bus traveling off a ravine crashes and kills everybody on board. You don't grab up, grab your weapons and go to town. How are we to judge the Israelis about 1,400 of their own people that died attending parties? Shit, 32 of them were, they were American citizens. Why aren't we more pissed off? Because you know what? The one thing I know about the Israelis, they're going to do. They're going to get their vengeance. We saw it. You've already seen the history. You don't believe me? What happened after the 72 Olympic Games attacks? They went on for 13 years, killing every single son of a bitch involved in that motherfucker. 13 years, Mossad ran around the globe, whacking motherfuckers everywhere. And they found and a bunch nobody of said, Nazis at the same time, too. And nobody said anything. They made a movie about that. And then the TV just wondering. Too. Anyway, uh, Leo, you're not uh, Sparky. said, so don't worry, Leo. We'll be at war with Russia and China within a year. You are not wrong. Not darling. wrong at all. Listen to this guy, even though he's a tool. Played out in this conversation is a really precarious situation. Obviously, there are still around 200 hostages in Gaza. A war is unfolding in our in front of our very eyes what are you watching out for next what's the most important thing you're looking for yeah i think two things uh one is um are we going to be able to deter the iranians from continuing to push not just the, what they're doing themselves but their proxies um the attacks on american bases uh, we're watching closely in iraq and syria uh whether the yemeni houthis uh, that they've trained and provided missiles to will continue to fire missiles from Yemen. So Israel faces another front. Uh, most importantly, whether they will push Hezbollah on the northern front uh, to uh, open uh, a major, major scale war with uh, hundreds of thousands of rockets and missiles raining down on Israel from the north. And what that will mean for Israeli operations and their stated objective uh, of taking out Hamas. So being able to establish that deterrence give the Israelis some freedom uh, of movement uh, to go uh, and complete their objectives in Gaza versus Hamas without having to fight a two, three or four front war uh, will be will be very important to watch in the coming days. And U.S. roles and, and policies um, come into play, uh, whether or not that's going to be successful. The other piece, of course, is the hostages. Um, this is this is the most heartbreaking piece of all of it. And we knew that the minute we heard there was hostages let alone 200 hostages or more, that this was Hamas's greatest leverage uh, along with their allies. And so um, my heart will break throughout this process, seeing how that plays out. It's already obviously delayed uh, Israeli military actions to some extent. How much longer that delays, uh, how Hamas plays that, how Qatar plays that, um, these are questions that I have and they're not exactly knowable. 
Okay. So Mick didn't want me to let that guy talk for as long as he did. No, because that guy is a fucking pussy. First of all, listen, you stupid fucking son of a bitch. You've obviously never seen the opposite side of a rifle that you don't want to see. I've seen a fucking harder set of fake tits that were harder than that motherfucker right there. He was glue. He was absolutely worthless. This is the problem with America today. We got a bunch of faggots like this that are advising our military and our folks in the, in the military about how to act in dealing because these are all DIY or DEI hires. That's all they are. Look at that soft son of a bitch. Who wants a body like that marshmallow? Jesus fucking Christ. That guy's a fag if I've ever seen one. And you're going to tell me you're going to brief me on war? I'm going to toss your ass out of a castle window. Just like fucking King Richard did during the fucking Brit days when they were fight, fighting fucking William Wallace and shit. You fucking faggot. You... Don't even understand the power that we carry throughout the world just because we have people that are willing to stand up and grab a rifle. That scares you because there are Americans that are willing to do that. There's not a lot of countries that have armies like that. Most of them are forced conscription. So think about that. Ours we have an army that is all of volunteers. Not for long. No one's volunteering. They're going to have to force conscript soon. It's called the draft. Yeah, well, that might happen. Jason asked, and I, I wasn't going to get here yet, since, but since, since you asked, he said, anyone see the video of a police department with a cargo trailer full of weapons marked peacekeepers? Yep, we saw that. Here you go, Jason. I sent it to you, babe. I know. I don't know what they're getting delivered here. There's U.S. peacekeeper on it. I don't know what that means exactly. Does it say Beretta on it? You got a bunch of Berettas? Those are definitely guns. Look at that. Says Beretta something here. Yeah, you got those are guns right there, homie. Yeah, those, those are rifles. those are guns. You guys got to carry this stuff yourself. You guys don't have anybody who can help you do this. Those are rifles. Those are all rifle boxes. For I know US exactly. Peacekeepers. Yeah. What are U.S. peacekeepers? I don't know. That'll be interesting. Won't it though? Good luck. You don't have enough. That ain't enough, folks. That little pull that up. That that little trailer is not enough for the arms that most of us have in our houses. All right. That little trailer doesn't even match the shit. I got in my house outpowers all of that by threefold. Mm. Oh, and mines are mine are all, all a lot quieter too. Good luck. <laughs> Bold move cotton. Bold move. <laughs> well, maybe they're for these people. Chris Ray is talking about the shit. We got to be worried about this. shit See, We need to worry about the shit that like, they don't want to tell you about because the Biden administration doesn't want you to know that. Oh yeah. This is like really bad, really bad, like really, really bad. And we begin with breaking news this morning out of the Middle East. The Israeli military confirming at least nine Israeli soldiers have been killed during yesterday's ground operation in Gaza, bringing the total to at least 11. The Pentagon now confirming there have been at least 27 attacks on U.S. forces, forces that are stationed in the Middle East by Iran-backed terrorist groups since October 17th. FBI Director Christopher Wray is now warning that the threat of a terrorist attack against the United States on U.S. soil has been raised to a, quote, a whole nother level due to the ongoing conflict in the Middle East. Watch this. We also cannot 
and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. The reality is that the terrorism threat has been elevated throughout 2023, but the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. We assess that the actions of Hamas and its allies will serve as an inspiration, the likes of which we haven't seen since ISIS launched its so-called caliphate several years ago. Uh, we're supposed to be surprised. Folks, do you want me to break that down for you? Do you want me to decipher what he was saying? They're expecting a 9-11 style attack on the American homeland in the next six to eight weeks. That's what he just said. That is a briefing point. That is how their memorandums come out. That he just spoke from the top part of the memorandum. All the interested agents that are investigating cases like this just got that memorandum head. And in that memorandum head, they added to it. Oh, by the way, if there's anything that you would like to contribute to this memorandum, contact this person at dhs.gov, blah, blah, blah. And you send all your- By this you send all your intelligence forward to that point. That's what he just said. He just said, look, we are expecting an attack on American, on American soil in the next six to eight weeks. That's exactly the words that he just used by not using any words whatsoever. He said more and not saying anything than I've ever seen anybody ever do. Here you go. Just let him finish. We got a wide open border. Uh, how could you attribute all of this and the, the idea that a terrorist attack is going to happen here just to the Hamas attacks? Absolutely. When you consider just the sheer number of embassies that have been evacuated since the start of Joe Biden's presidency, Sudan, Afghanistan, Ukraine, since you opened, since reopened, Belarus, uh, non-essential personnel evacuated from Niger. Now this. I think on the one hand, we can appreciate that Joe Biden has probably handled this better than other members of his party would have, right? Imagine a president, Bernie Sanders, and, you know, Defense Secretary Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Hamas caucus. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. But we can appreciate that while also reality. recognizing, while also recognizing that Biden helped put us in this position, right? There's a reason why these mobs celebrating Hamas are not cheering on, you know, negotiated settlements with, with the Israeli government, but rather death to the Jews and death to the Americans, right? Because they sense our weakness. They saw this coming. It was a massive intelligence failure on the Israeli part, right? But also on the American end. So even if he's handling the crisis now, he's how we got here, right? Russia didn't invade Ukraine under Trump. It invaded under Biden. Hamas didn't launch this attack under Trump. It launched it under Biden because yeah. there was, they, he could, they could sense that weakness. Sarah, we're going backwards. We're going yeah. backwards to the days that ISIS were cutting off heads under this administration. Mm -hmm. Let's be serious. I mean, I, I know what you're saying as far as the hypotheticals of Bernie Sanders, whatever, but Joe Biden is at the wheel. Okay? <laughs> yes, he He's yeah. been at the wheel for two and a half yeah. years, Cheryl. And yeah. where have we gotten? Well, look, we are right back where we were. I mean, I, I will take this a step further and say that the threat to U.S. soil is now... Uh, more prevalent than ever. We are now worried about, obviously, the southern border terrorists coming through the southern border. All of this, again, under President Joe Biden's uh, watch, even though he has a border czar. Her name is Kamala Harris, if anybody was here. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's MIA. She's always yeah. MIA. Yeah. So, but, you know, at the, at the same time, I mean, we, we are facing, there are global threats, China, Taiwan, Ukraine, Russia. Now this all under uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I will say Blinken is going back 
to Israel later this week. Uh, I think he is showing a little more strength right now than his boss, to be honest with you. Mm. Well, Florida Senator Rick Scott questioned uh, Christopher Wray uh, on, on the potential terrorist attack here. If, if the country is actually safer than when President Biden took office. Watch this. Do you believe, uh, is the United States safer from foreign terror threats today? Are we safer than when Joe Biden took office, from the day he took office? What I would say to you is that the terror threats have elevated, uh, but I also think there are a lot of things the country has done throughout law enforcement to be better prepared to deal with them. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that was a no. Are you fucking kidding me? That was a, a, a great way of saying no, 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 no. You paused. You you took a silent pause for like, what, 20 seconds That's there? The pregnant pause. The pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You took a pregnant pause and sat there and twiddled your thumbs. And now you expect us to believe everything that comes out of your mouth because you took a pregnant. Get the. Get the fuck out of here, you little faggot. No, we don't believe shit that comes out of the FBI. We don't believe shit that comes out of the DOJ. We don't believe shit that comes out of the CIA. And we sure as hell do not believe that when you say, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, you're not here to help and we're going to take it in the ass. That's what we believe. That's where our government has got the American people. That's where the disconnect is. Do you all understand that it's not about us? It's about them. They don't understand what we want. They can't understand it anymore. They want us to believe that there is nothing going on in Israel. No, no, no. That's not the case. The problem is us, folks. It's not been the government. The government, believe it or not, I hate to say this, but the government gave you your guidelines to say no. Mm -hmm. They did. Our forefathers gave us the guidelines for it. They gave us a declaration. They said, look, when the government becomes too much, these are the reasons we did it. Right now, I'm 463 reasons past the reasons they did it. Because they've trampled our constitution, our way of life, and the way you and I live our lives. You know, technically, the United States is not a sovereign nation. It's an incorporation. Well, and but hear me out. The Declaration of Independence, even the Constitution, did not make the United States a sovereign nation. No, it made it a republic. It made each individual state a its nation. own sovereign nation, Correct. loosely affiliated, and ceded some of the power of that sovereign nation to the federal government, basically the administrative parts. We have given them so much more power. You give a mouse a cookie. He's going to ask for a glass of milk. Going to want a glass of milk. Folks, it's on us. This is on us. Now it's back on us. Now we have to stand up. Sparky, I love it when you lead right into my next clip. Sparky said, fill those extended mags with freedom seeds, folks. 
Let me tell I you. Agree. I agree. Wanna... Look at Sparky Boy. He, he's got all these big balls over there in fucking Scotland telling us to freed our fucking. How about you all freed your mag your your magazines with freedom seeds? I'll give you a couple if you need them, bro. On the other hand, Sparky just wants to whack those ladies talking about war with something into their mouths to shut them up. So, well, I know that but he's all about that, <laughs> you know. But check this out, y'all, because this is 100% true and scary. Remember, shall not be infringed. There's no punctuation. There's no pause. Commas, there's no, no comma. Pregnant pauses. There's no none nothing. Of that. Shall not, not be infringed. infringed. This is my pistol. With a pistol, you cannot have a vertical grip. You have to have a horizontal grip just like this. But if you drop this thing down... That, that just became a felony. Not a felony, felony. Number two, you cannot have a stock on the back of your pistol or that is a felony. Not a felony, definitely a felony. And number three, if you guys are unfortunate and live in California or some other weird states, you cannot have a 30 round magazine or else now you got a triple felony. This is my pistol. With Can I go get mine? <laughs> triple felony. Yes. Can I go get my triple felony? <laughs> yes. Please. Okay. I'm going to go get my triple felony. It's almost that time. It's almost tribute time anyway. Nick carries his triple felony in his work truck. Of course he does. Of course he does. He carries it around with him all the time so that if he ever gets pulled over, he can get arrested three times over because it'll be a, actually in Georgia, it's probably only a double felony. Maybe a single felony. It shouldn't be any felony because guess what? Shall not be infringed. That's the thing. It's in the Constitution. We talked about the Constitution. Actually, last night, the teenager had his girlfriend over for Halloween. The Antichrist had his girlfriend over for Halloween. She's no longer scared of me, by the way. Um, and he and... The girlfriend took the little one out trick-or-treating. She's not so little anymore. They had fun. But we were talking in the car on the way home. This is my pistol. There are many like it, but this one is mine. This one comes with a 30-round guaranteed felony. That's a felony. Not in Georgia. Oh, I've got the ability to hold. Oh, I got a horizontal. Got a horizontal grip. So I'm still good there. That's only okay. one felony. Well, this could be considered a vertical felony. So this would be considered a felony. Oh, but I also have this. That's a buttstock. This is my pistol. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Anyway. And they're not illegal in Georgia, bitch. We were talking, we were talking a bit about rules and religion. Anyway. And I said, you know, funny. The Constitution, because we've been reading, I told the, the kids we've been reading the Bible. You know, the Constitution says that your rights are given to you by God. Why is that? Maybe because everything that's in the Constitution comes straight out of the Bible. From Literally. God, they were God-fearing men. Comes from God. Comes out of the Bible. They were God-fearing men. They knew that God would be the one thing. No, they can... Sparky, that's a nine million aroni. Yeah, that's all that is. That's a nine million aroni. Not a big deal. Is it? Yes, it is a machine pistol. Yes, it is. It does go automatic. Yes, it does. You can make it that way. I can't say if it's that way or not, but it's I just tell way. you that mm -hmm. it can go that way. Yes, I agree, Jason. We need to we need to amend the Constitution and put ever, never, ever at the end of two A. 
shall not be infringed ever, ever, never, ever. No, it should be shall not be infringed. Never, ever, 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 never, ever, 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 never, ever. There you go. Period. Just Done. like that. Just so it's solidified that look, never, ever shall this be infringed upon. Period. Anyway. Hey. You want to get high? I do. Okay. Well, you know what time it is, fuckers. It's about that time. Mm -hmm. Light it up if you got it. Yep. Because look, Where's this time I was prepared. Yeah, well, you didn't have the lighter in there. I swear I brought it in. Oh, I have it over here. That's why. Yep. Sorry, right. I had to close the door anyway. This is why we're always late. <laughs> I will say, even though I didn't do shit today, I did get the two orders, outstanding orders, off in the mail. So, Pam and Sheila, your orders are on the way. Sheila, you should have yours in two days. Pam, because you're on the other side of the country, it takes like four or five days. Sorry, darling. But it's on the way. That avocado time. Yep. You'll have that. Those big jobs. You know this. So, I did do a little bit today. And I processed some podcasts and uh, that was really about it. I had a busy morning, but apparently we fixed all the garages and all of Savannah. So. <laughs> it so, was cold as fuck today, though. No, it wasn't. It got colder as the day went on. It's going to be fucking cold. As and then tomorrow far. it's going to be 70 again. Tomorrow afternoon it's going to be. Yeah, but tomorrow morning it's gonna be like tomorrow morning is gonna be almost freezing. It's gonna be cold. And then tomorrow morning, it's tomorrow afternoon, it's going back up to seventy, and then it's gonna be like almost eighty for the next ten days with like sixty at night. This weather's so fucked. But talking about weather, uh, Sparky and Craig, how are y'all holding up over there? Because I hear you have what Storm Kiernan coming to fuck you up. Kiernan. A hundred mile an hour winds. There's like bookstores in Ireland that are flooded right now. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big, huge. And apparently it's going to hit the continent even worse. It just raked over the UK and it's about to hit Europe like fucking gangbusters. Really? Who saw that one coming? Uh, apparently the same people that saw Otis hit Mexico. Shit. McKiernan, that just doesn't sound good. It, it, all the McKiernans I know always uh, cause problems. C-I-E-R-N-A-N, Kiernan is what they called it. It was what they named it. Siernan? Yeah. That'd be Siernan. Whatever. Anyway, it's uh, an ancient Gaelic. That would be Siernan. Master, like major storms hitting like a fucking hurricane, literally hitting the UK. So random. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I like talking. Leo, I thought about making tacos for dinner tonight, but um, our kid is starting started his first day on the job today. It's at a Mexican restaurant, so she took pity on him. Apparently, so I would have said make tacos. I opted for not. Although one day soon, I think we're gonna, you know, get him to bring bring us home dinner. Well, fuck yeah, it's, he's working at a good mm -hmm. Mexican joint. There, they cook good food there. Yep, I'm all about that. Hey, good. Good Mexican food is just as good as any other food, fresh. Especially if they use fresh ingredients. I'll eat there every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Yes. Oh. 
Anyway, he's all pissy because uh, he went in for his first day and I was like, do you have your social security card? And he was like, I'll go get it. What do I need it for? I said, oh, you're going to have to fill out a bunch of paperwork or you better fill out a bunch of paperwork. I said, you're going to have to. He's like, what paperwork? I said, you know, you're, you're. All your 201 and your I-9, W-4 yeah. and all that shit. And, uh, and I said, government forms so that they can take taxes out of your paycheck. He said, what? We don't pay taxes. I said, oh, yes, you do, baby. Yeah, you do. You pay it up front. I said, they're going to take about 20% out of your paycheck. He said, what? I only make eight fifty an hour. How can they take 20% out of my paycheck? Welcome I said, to the working world, bitch. They're going to take it for social security that you're never going to collect on. Yep. Yep. You know what? You, know, you never see the government when you show up to work. Only when you get your check. You never see the government when you're working. But man, you see the government when it's time to collect your pay. Sure do. Man. Sure do. Oh, um, so there's so much fucked up the shit going on. Stupidity. Um, oh, this is, oh, not that, not that one. This one was fun. So, um, y'all know that, uh, even more evidence has come out now against good old Joe. Oh, you mean the hunter evidence? The hunter evidence. Yes. Well, no, this one's on Joe, actually. No, no, no. This, yeah, this, this one went one direct is, to it's, Joe. It's, yeah, it's 40 Gs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a direct payment. But. This is now 40 Gs. What's 40 Gs when, you know, we're, he's laundering billions? It's it's the tip of the iceberg. Well, 640 million. It's proof. Yes. It's actual hard evidence. Evidence. It, it doesn't matter if it's 4,000, 40,000, or 400,000, it's evidence. Yep. And it says that it happened, so it's even worse. Yep. Means we're when Joe Biden told the American people that his son didn't make any money in China. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Well, not only did he lie about his son, Hunter, making money in China, but it also turns out that $40,000 in laundered China money landed in Joe Biden's bank account in the form of a personal check. And the Oversight Committee has it. Here's how Joe Biden benefited from his family's shady deal with CEFC, a Chinese Communist Party-linked company. It all began with a shakedown in the summer of 2017 when Hunter Biden sent a message to his CEFC associate demanding a $10 million capital payment. As Hunter Biden extorted this associate, Hunter claimed he was sitting with his father and that the Biden network would turn on his associate if he didn't pony up the money. The extortion scheme worked. Days later, $5 million flowed in from a Chinese affiliate of CEFC. Over the following three weeks, Biden family members made a series of complicated financial transactions to hide the source of the China money. Here's how that happened. First, Northern International Capital, a Chinese company associated with CEFC, wired $5 million to Hudson West Three, a joint venture established by Hunter Biden and a CEFC associate. Then Hudson West Three sent $400,000 to an entity owned and controlled by Hunter Biden. Next, Hunter Biden wired $150,000 to Lion Hall Group, a company owned by James and Sarah Biden. Sarah Biden then withdrew $50,000 in cash from Lion Hall Group. Later the same day, she deposited it into her and James Biden's personal checking account. 
a few days later, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. The memo line of the check said loan repayment. Like the payment to Joe from AmeriCorps funds, it's certainly plausible that this payment where James and Sarah used funds from China was indeed a loan payment to Joe. But even if this $40,000 check was a loan repayment from James Biden, it still shows how Joe benefited from his family cashing in on his name with money from China, no less. Without his family peddling his name and his son threatening a CEFC associate with consequences that he said Joe Biden knew about, James wouldn't have had the money to write the $40,000 check to his brother, Joe. It's also worth remembering that Biden family efforts to secure millions from this Chinese company began when Joe Biden was still vice president. In taking funds sourced to a CCP-linked company that wanted to advance China's interests, Joe Biden exposed himself to future blackmail and put America's interests behind his own desire for money. The House Oversight Committee will continue to follow the money and hold President Biden accountable for his corruption. For his Gentleman's recognized. For his corruption. Maybe. What do you think? Maybe they'll impeach him? Maybe. And then we'll have Camel Toe. Uh, I don't know about that either. I, mean, I, they, I don't know about that either. I don't think the liberals are going to support that either. I think that's going to go to the wayside as well. That's going to be another one that'll be... Nope, she won't get her chance. Why? Because she doesn't poll any higher than 1% by herself. Come on. She's absolutely worthless. We all know that. Everybody knows that. I, I don't think there's a person out there that thinks any different about Camel Toe. Oh, that's true. Then there's this one. More. More? Evidence. Oh, you say more. More evidence. Not more. No. Not more. When I was reading about this uh, horrible shooting in Maine. No. Uh, and, I heard, you know, we don't know much about the guy yet, but apparently he heard voices. And I thought, is he that different than Mike Johnson? The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview. It is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. His views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. Did both of those just happen on TV? Uh, the new House Speaker Mike Johnson facing attacks from the media on his Christian faith. The Daily Beast comparing him to the Taliban and the mullahs in Iran. Here's his response. Look, there are entire industries that are built to take down uh, public leaders, effective political leaders like, like me. Um, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, it comes with the territory. It doesn't bother me at all. I just wish they would get to know me. Um, I'm not trying to establish uh, Christianity as the national religion or something. That's not what this is about. It's just disgusting. I mean, that is absurd. What a sad state of affairs. Fox News contributor and columnist for The Messenger, Joe Concha, joins us now. Joe, this is the media attempting to take somebody down based solely on their religion. What's your reaction to this? It's not surprising. It is disgusting. Mike Johnson used uh, the proper word there to describe some of the reporting from, uh, you know, journalism outlets like, like the Daily Beast uh, and obviously what we heard from Jen Psaki. And, you know, we have all this anti-Semitism that we're seeing in our own nation right now. And you have people like Jen Psaki saying Mike Johnson is a, quote, threat, unquote, because what? He's a Christian? Uh, perhaps Ms. Psaki should look 
at the comments by members of her own party, her friends like Rashida Tlaib and Elon Omar, calling Israel a racist state and engaging in apartheid if she's looking for rhetorical threats to this country. Uh, here's my favorite from The Atlantic here, guys, Carly Todd. Quote, in 1867, Mike Johnson's great, great, great grandfather, a Confederate soldier, pledged not to engage in rebellion again. Because what everybody's great, 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 great grandfather did 150 years ago has any bearing on the way this man can possibly lead a party in the House. It's just pathetic at this point, Todd. And also half the country fought on one side, half the country fought on the other. If you trace every person from the South's lineage, yeah, they may have somebody who said, we're not going to fight for the South anymore. How is that controversial? Precisely. Just quickly on this, Speaker Johnson went on to say this is an attack on the Judeo-Christian foundation of our country. Joe, isn't that the point of, of a lot of these attacks? You know, attack the foundation and the building here, in this case, America yeah. collapses? That's the whole thing. It seems like if you're a Christian, suddenly it, it's it's a free target. It's 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 the easy uh, religion to pick on. I, I just don't understand why when he just says, "Okay, you know, I'm I'm blessed to be where I am, and and thank God uh, for for all my gifts, appreciating uh, what I have." That that's somehow controversial. But you know, in this world, it doesn't matter who the House Speaker is. They would have found something, whether it was Steve Scalise, whether it was Jim Jordan, whether it was Kevin McCarthy, as we've seen, to paint this person somehow as an extremist and. and as evil and bad for the country. That, that's just the way the game works now at this point uh, with many in our media. Yeah, ending the show on this with you, Joe. Uh, email from February 2018 reportedly shows Hunter Biden was billed hundreds of dollars for overseas calls on a phone linked to Dad Joe. Uh, Joe received about $200,000 from his brother Jim's business a few days after making those phone calls. What's your reaction to this? Well, this is obviously more overwhelming evidence, Carly, that the president himself benefited from influence peddling overseas in countries like China and Russia and Ukraine. And if you replace Biden's name with Trump, it is guaranteed that every Democrat will be calling for his impeachment and his removal. I'll leave it here. Then you look at the home pages of The New York Times and CNN, and there are multiple, multiple stories on Trump and his legal challenges. There isn't even a mention of this bombshell regarding Joe Biden, all those phone calls overseas, and a $200,000 check showing that we may have a president that is compromised in many countries, yet somehow it's not a story. Go figure. I'm just wondering, what human pays for their dad's overseas phone calls? That just <laughs> seems weird that. to Joe Concha, yeah. gotta leave it there. Thank you. Fox and Friends starts right now. I'm Shit, I gotta break that down. So look, we're gonna start off with the Christian thing. First, listen to me, Christians, Catholics, all of you in the denominations, listen to me right now. The problem with us is our religion. Do you believe in God? Yeah. Okay. That's all that matters. That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about your religion. I don't give a shit whether you're a Catholic, a Christian, a newborn, a Baptist, a Bible beater. I don't give a fuck. Do you believe in God? Yes. If you believe in God, let me tell you something. God will show you a way to listen to me. Why? Because... I got to say that God knows who I am and I don't know why it's a scary thought and it's scarier to think that, fuck, I got something to do with what's coming. But think about this. <coughs> if God has led all of you here, you all hear me for who I am. You, you take from my language what you need to hear. Some days you need to hear the fucks, the shits, the cunts, the twats. Some days are overwhelming. 
Some days you don't hear them at all. Some days it's just normal conversation for you. As if you had the conversation yourself. So let's be real about who's really offended by language and who's offended by what we're saying. Exactly. It goes against everything that has been indoctrinated into you your entire life in regards to religion something or what you were told that the bible says i can't even tell you how many people have commented on the good book and said i don't agree with your teaching of the bible i'm, I'm not teaching, teaching the, bible. the bible i'm just, I'm just reading, reading it. it look we're not doing any teaching so it doesn't agree with what your priest or pastor told you about the Bible, about and you've the Bible, but now I'm just sitting here reading it, and never you have a problem with that. You've never researched it yourself. Oh, move! I, I'm just saying, folks, religion is going to be our downfall. Mm -hmm. That is what is going to be to judge someone based on their religion is to judge someone based on their skin color. Same thing. It's the same. It's no different. Yet you claim to not be a racist, but you're going to judge them because they're not Christian. Do they believe in God? Does it matter if it's the same God? You know, when Israel was founded in 1948 and they displaced a half a million people from their ancestral homeland and said they were savages and kicked them out into the West Bank and to Gaza. You know who those people were? Those were the original Hebrews that never fled. Those were the relatives, the blood relatives of the people that were kicking them out. The ones that did flee that went to Europe and the United States and all over that didn't stay to claim their homeland. The people that did stay to claim their homeland, they were taken over by the Islamists. By the, Is by the Islam religion. They came in, but they were still allowed to worship as they wanted. They just had to pay more taxes. So they chose to convert to Islam because you know what they found? It was the same God with many of the same stories, the same basic rules. They just didn't have to pay as much taxes doesn't matter what God you believe in, just that you believe that there is something greater than you. I, I think that's the most important part. We have to, we have to believe that there is something bigger than us out there. There's something that controls all of this. Why would he let this happen? A lot of you asked that question. Well, why, why would he, why would he even conceive that? Hey folks, just like everything else, how many times do you think this has happened before? Do you think we're really the first? No. Folks, I I got bad news for you. I, I think we're like the, we're the 12th run of this genealogical table. That, Seventh actually, but okay. That That's going on here. I, I mean, think about it. You mean to tell me that we're so, we were so dumb before that we couldn't figure out how a, how a light bulb worked, but we knew that fire and arrows would kill people. Let me ask you this question. You know, when the times that we know that God destroyed the earth before or destroyed almost everybody on the earth before, 
he did it because of their depravity, because of their licentiousness, because they didn't follow his rules. Tell me, if every minute of every day is spent eking out your survival, hunting your food, growing your food, making sure that you have a roof over your head and a full belly and that you don't freeze at night, do you have time for licentiousness and depravity? Probably not. No. So why does everybody believe that the ancients that God destroyed before were the wrong way to live? Essentially cavemen that they that they had no technology, that they had no No, it makes sense. Nothing that we like, have now. It would have kept yeah. you from all of this. Like yeah. we wouldn't be able to do this show because their lives were we'd easy. Be out there hunting. We'd be out there gathering. We'd be out there being the foragers. Uh, be, yeah, I, I, you, you want to know why a lot of people don't do shows like these that do the real shit because they don't have the time. No, because they're too busy trying so hard to put food on the table. And don't get me wrong, we're not. I mean, we we're just as busy trying to put food on the table, but. We feel that this is really important. And there's Part a of lot of you all that, that feel the same fucking way because we see tune in every night mm -hmm. and we wouldn't do it if we didn't see everybody that comes in every night for the same show. It says, damn, you know what? I'm going to listen to him get his fucking blood pressure worked up to 6 million above zero. Watch him basically have a heart attack on the fucking air. And then we're going to laugh at him. It'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Who does that? So apparently you all, <laughs> I'm just Some, saying. someone asked earlier if we thought uh, in the rumble chat, if we thought that Joe Biden was really the president, we've not thought that Joe Biden was really the president for three years now, or that the person who's pretending to be Joe Biden is actually Joe Biden. We believe that the office of the presidency resides in somebody in the Biden household. Does it reside in Joe Biden? No. Maybe, That's the question whether if I mean, Joe Biden is actually could be down Joe Biden. The street at the Obama residence, as he claimed to, you know, he wanted his third term with an earpiece. Yep. And it could be that, you know, his range is a little off and, and, um, and that's how, how we, you know, you know what it's like to have to listen into, you know, an earpiece all the time. And every once in a while it gets like mangled and garbled and you're like, very garbled. What like the fuck is that person garbled? saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Super, super garbled. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the only explanation now that I've come up with for, for how that we, we have, we get this, how we get this. Exactly. I, uh, um, anyway, the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you, uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. From, from, uh, uh, Char excuse me, from Charlotte, one, uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. And, and, and Joan, Shengang, I'm going to pass for Shanga, 159,000 billion dollars led. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, 
uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to... We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Let uh, me um, say it another way. But the nature, not a solid meeting with... Um, with uh, the, uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. We want to expand pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of pre-K. The, um, Wow. How is that in charge of us? There were at least five different Joes that I could count up there, and that wasn't including Balchinian. Um, different voices. Yeah. You can hear them. Different yeah. voices. Different facial structures. Different hairlines. There were different different Joes up there, and I don't think any of them was actually the real Joe. Honestly. I mean, they they could hire these this this kid <laughs> here to be Joe, oh and I think some people probably believe it. would one hundred percent be like, "Yep, that's Joe." Yep, because he plays him great. He's perfect. He does it perfect. I like the Secret Service helping them up. I think that's hysterical. That's great. God bless those kids. God bless you both. All three of you. Wow. When children are making fun of the supposed president of the United States that's on bad. Halloween in the middle of his term. That's bad. That's really, yeah. really bad. Not good. No. Nope. no. Everybody hates him. They don't like him. You know, I heard today they're, they, I, you know, I had the news on all day cause I didn't do shit. Um, and they were like, Joe's going to have, a real big difficulty convincing 81 million Americans to vote for him again. I was like, bitch, 81 million Americans didn't vote for him the first time. You know how much evidence is coming out right now over and over and over again about the 2020 election as well. It's bad. Nothing but good. Nothing good. This was weird. This was weird. Why do you say it was weird? I. It's just, it's, hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure what to make of this. Weird. weird. You said weird. Weird. Notify you formally, pursuant to Rule 8 of the Rules of the House of Representatives, that I, the Honorable Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Emerita, and U.S. Representative for the 11th Congressional District of California, have been served with third-party subpoenas from the prosecution and the defendant to produce documents in a criminal case in United States District Court for the Northern District of California. After consultation with the Office of General Counsel, I have determined that compliance with the subpoenas is consistent with the privileges and rights of the House to the extent it requires. Ooh. 
See what I mean? Yeah, she got served with some papers. Nancy Pelosi has been subpoenaed to produce documents in a criminal case in the Northern District of California. I wonder what that criminal case is. I wonder right? if it's a January 6th case. I don't know. Ooh, I bet it is. I bet it's a January 6th case. And they finally got to evidentiary hearings. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But in case you were, haven't you been buried under a rock for the last 24 or 48 hours? Uh, Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan the other day. He did. Yesterday. I listened to about half. I started watching it today. I listened to about, I got through about half of it and I had to stop. Joe Rogan fired an arrow into the side of his Tesla truck and didn't pierce it. Barely scratched it. Impressive. Because somehow Joe Rogan had a freaking crossbow in his studio. No, he had an, a bow. He had a compound bow. It was mm. an 80 pound compound bow. Mm-hmm. He was only firing that motherfucker about 1300 feet per second. Wasn't very fast. But according to Elon, he put a magazine of a whole fucking Tommy, Tommy gun, gun into the side of it. And he said it never punctured. Apparently it. I was this- like, well, wait a minute. What happened to the windshield? Bro? Okay. So listen. still asking about the windshield. Bro. Uh, he, he actually, he addressed that. Um, you can upgrade to bulletproof gra- bulletproof glass. In oh, the so that one windshield, the one windshield that should have been bulletproof glass wasn't. He said, and the guy that the, he the problem he, is that the bulletproof glass has to be really, really thick. Yeah, no yeah, shit. So, I know how thick it's. I know. Be. Anyway, I, in watching this, even the first half, it reaffirmed or maybe firmed my belief. Codified. That Elon is the Antichrist, for real. We joke about our kid being the Antichrist, but he's not old enough. Plus, he'll never bring peace to the world. He'll just fucking blow it up. <laughs> like he proved at Model UN last year. He's probably going to do it again this year. Uh, but well, it depends on what country he is. I really think, oh, it doesn't matter. He'll just blow Yeah, it up I know. He, he'll just start a nuclear <laughs> war just to start it. He really will. He really is the kid that'll pick a fight just to pick uh, a fight. Just for fun. Fuck it. Watch but, this. Hold my beard. I I truly think Elon is the Antichrist. I really there's, do. there's something to that. I heard a lot of things that scared me today that yeah. make me worry. Yeah. Watch this. This is uh, and this is like six minutes. Yeah. This this is a longer clip of Elon, which the podcast was two and a half hours. Again, I got about halfway through it, but this is good. No, I, I mean all, all Twitter was basically an arm of the government. Yeah. So was that shocking? Like, what was that like? Is that to me, that was the most bizarre was the Twitter files. When you let Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi and all those guys get in the Twitter and the the response where Matt Taibbi gets audited. I mean, which is just wild. I mean, it's just so blatant and so in your face. Yeah, it's weird. No, I I mean, the degree to which, and and by, by the way, Jack didn't really know know this but the degree to which twitter was simply um an arm of the government was not well understood by the public and uh it it was there was no it was whatever the official government i mean it was like pravda basically um you know it's a state publication is the way to think of old twitter it's a state publication there, there was there was uh basically oppression of um any any views that would even i would say be considered middle of the road um but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like 
far right, I'm just talking mildly right, the people like Republicans were suppressed at 10 times the rate of Democrats. Um, now, that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. From their standpoint, everything is to the right, <laughs> including moderates. Right, right. So that now, if, 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 if you internalize a far left position, uh, everything seems wrong to you that if that is not far left right and so they naturally oppressed any anything that didn't agree with their views that's why i say that it was an accidental far left information weapon so uh is it, it, because it's like silicon valley attracts the smartest engineers the smartest sort of technologists and programmers from around the world um they created an information weapon that was then harnessed by the far left, who could not themselves create the weapon, but happened to be co-located where the technologists were. Mm. It happened to be aligned politically with the people that possessed it. The technologists uh, generally are moderate, maybe moderate left, but they're, they're, not, they're, they're, they're not far left. That's why I say San Francisco, Berkeley, it's, it's, it doesn't even extend to South San Francisco or even to Palo Alto. So, so SF Berkeley is the most far left, um, perhaps, you know, in a competition with Portland, but I'd say SF Berkeley is more far left even than Portland. But like literally in America, it's, we're talking about an area that's maybe a 10 mile radius. And so the, the, normally the, the effects, the negative effects of a far left ideology that is, would be geographically limited to a to 10 mile radius. That's like not, it's small, like, the, so, so any, any bad effects of that ideology would be geographically constrained under normal circumstances and have been in the past. But when you have uh, basically a, technolo a technological megaphone, which, which was Twitter and, and social media in general, suddenly the, the far left are handed a megaphone to earth. A, a, a an incredibly powerful technology weapon that they themselves could not create, but they happened to be co-located with the technologists who created it by accident. Is it shocking that more people don't understand how dangerous that is? I think some people understand. Um, some people do. Some people understand. Um, so, I mean, from the standpoint of, of some of the people who used to be at Twitter, uh, the people are like, well, it's a, a big shift to the right. That is correct. It is a shift to the right because everything is to the right if you're far left. Everything is to the right. But, it's, but how many far left people have actually been suspended or, or banned from, from Twitter now X? Zero. I mean, the, the whole point of free speech, the only, free speech is only relevant. The First Amendment is only relevant um, if... You allow people you don't like to say things you don't like. Um, because if you like it, you don't need a First Amendment. So the whole point of free speech is that, frankly, even people you hate say things you hate. Because if they can say, if people you hate can say things that, that you hate, that means that they can't stop you from saying what you want to say. Right. Which is very, very important. Right, but the problem with Twitter was it was not the case. It was correct. The op it was people that you hate couldn't say anyone they didn't like they censored. Yeah, 
or that what, what's called deamplify. No, well, not just deamplify, but under the behest of the government, would suppress real news, which was very bizarre. Yeah. So they were very aware of, of something being accurate, and they still suppressed it because the government wanted them to suppress it. I mean, in my view, there have been severe First Amendment violations by multiple government agencies, and there should be repercussions for that. And is it, is it, do different laws apply because it's a privately owned social media company? I mean, what 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 laws do apply in terms of like, when you're looking at it, if the one of the arguments that the leftists would use is yes. it's a private company, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, it's funny that when the shoes on the other foot, they now say the private company can't do whatever it wants. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah now they're upset. No, it's like, but, but the, 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 the government itself is not allowed to censor speech. Um, but in, in my view, the government de facto did censor uh, a speech, and there should at least be a case where uh, that is heard by the public. Um, because if the government um, severely coerces uh, you know, a, a platform, a, a sort of uh, coerces the press, um, then I think that is a, or should be a First Amendment violation. Do mm -hmm. you think that this is ubiquitous? Is this uh, it's absolutely all the social media companies. That, in fact, right now, X or, if, you know, formerly known as Twitter, is the only one that, that is not uh, kowtowing to the government. It's the only one. There isn't, all the others just do exactly what the government wants. That is wild. Yes. Is it? Is it? Not Think about so this. Much. Hold on. Stop. Think about this for one second. Is it? Is it wild? What have we given up? Think about it. I and I I I am and was and still kind of am a supporter of the Patriot Act. However, Patriot Act did a lot of damage to us. Did a lot of damage to just Americans. Forget, forget everything else. Unchecked power comes with unrealized goals. Meaning, if if you let me do my job, I'm going to do my job better than you want me to do my job. Meaning, I'm going to get more information then you want me to collect. Well, how do you do that? You, you give me broad control and let me take care of it. I will get the information however I get the information. It's not about you knowing how I do that. But here in the States, yes, it is. It's all about that because that's how we build our case. Because you've got to be wrong to start with to have a crime. You can't finding a person and then finding a crime is not how it works here. It does now. That's a problem. Well, here's why Elon said that he bought Twitter. And here's why I think he's the antichrist. What has it been like? Uh, you've, you've owned X for a year now. Oh yeah. Do you, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and have a dream that you didn't do it? <laughs> and your life is infinitely easier? Well, it's certainly um, a recipe for trouble, I suppose, or contention. Um, what was it ultimately that led you to make the decision to do it? 
I mean, this is going to sound uh, somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that, that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization, uh, that it was uh, just having a bad, a bad impact. Um, and um, I think part of it is that it, it's where it's where it was located, which is, uh, you know, downtown San Francisco. Um, and while I, I think San Francisco is a beautiful city and, and we should, should really fight hard to um, kind of right the ship of San Francisco, if you've walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the ex-FKA Twitter headquarters, it's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's rough. Have you, have you been, been in that area? Not lately. No. Yeah. I've heard. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. I've heard you, you really can't believe it until you actually go there. You can't believe it until you go there. So now you have to say, well, what philosophy led to that outcome? And that philosophy was being piped to earth. So, um, you know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained. So the, the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited. Um, was effectively given an information a weapon, um, a tech, uh, information technology weapon to propagate uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth. Um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco. It is the end of civilization. And it's not just uh, propagating the mind virus, but suppressing any opposing viewpoints. Yes. Well, in order for the virus to propagate, it must suppress opposing viewpoints. So, because it doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Correct. Hmm. Elon bought Twitter to save the world. Do you? Hey, one quick Remember thing. Remember, the Antichrist brings peace so, before he brings destruction. Somebody told me before that I was wrong about Joe Rogan. Did you notice that Elon's drinking whiskey? Mm -hmm. So is Joe. Joe Rogan has attended a couple of classes I've attended before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we do that. You want to know why? Whiskey loosens you up. And uh, let me tell you about whiskey. Let me tell you about alcohol. Alcohol, when it was discovered, was one of the first truth serums. Meaning, no matter what you did, you could only tell the truth when you were drunk. That's why Elon says that he shouldn't tweet at three in the morning after going on a drinking spree. Bingo. Yeah. Because he always tells the truth. Because he gets in trouble. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, folks. This tell shit's, me. this is not planned. When I saw that he had a glass of whiskey, that was it. I was like, Joe's done played this. This is. Like if you came to he talk to me, he gets people high to come on a show too. Hey, if you came to talk to me, I would give you weed. I'd give you fucking drink. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I want you to tell the truth. I want the truth. I don't want bullshit. When you remove your inhibitions, you yep. also remove your internal censorship. Yep, and you get the truth. Mm -hmm. I, I love that Joe Rogan does that. You know where I we don't really get the do truth though. It. Where? in the media no never we know that and we a lot of people well since 2012 and a lot of people have said oh no oh no 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 obama didn't really legalize propaganda in the media in 2012 yes he did yes yes no, yes no, no. yes he yes, did yes he did yes he did yeah i got there's proof out check this out 
So in 2013, it was legalized in the United States to propagandize its citizens. What? Like that's some scary third world stuff going on. That's the kind of stuff that people use to topple governments to take away freedoms. Yes, you heard that right. Almost a decade ago, propaganda was legalized in the United States with the passage of the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, which you've probably never heard of. The Smith-Munt Modernization Act was buried in the 2012 National Defense Authorization Act for a good reason, because it repealed the 1948 Smith-Munt Act, which authorized the State Department and the mainstream media to engage in propagandizing foreign countries, but it prohibited releasing that same propaganda in America for public consumption. This prohibition was lifted when the Smith-Munt Modernization Act was signed into law by Obama. Very simply, Obama gave it a reboot in 2012. So no matter how outrageous the propaganda may be, it's completely legal. Propaganda, in other words, a false narrative for whatever specific purpose uh, is now much, much easier to perpetrate on the people. Due to the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, which went into effect on July the 2nd of 2013, scripted and orchestrated propaganda can now be presented to the American public as factual news. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, Sparky Obama did sign off on beheading Christians with guillotines, and then Trump ordered the guillotines. Hmm. 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 Just saying. Makes you wonder what's coming, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Who's working for us? Who's working against us? Don't know. The best guillotines, amazing guillotines, huge <laughs> guillotines. They cut off heads better than any guillotines ever before in the history of guillotines. No, no, no. Fuck Stop. those French guillotines. Hey, hey, no, no. Fuck you. My no. big gas guillotines are the fuck best you. guillotines ever. One chop. One chop. It's fucking done. One chop. Boom. It's done. What happens? Head goes that way. Into the basket. Done. Body goes that way. Done. Everything's good. Kosher. Good guillotines. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> really? We're Dude, so going ahead. I am not fucking. We're so fucked. Listen, one of the things that always drove me crazy, and maybe it drove y'all crazy. Look, and maybe, I don't know, maybe some of you didn't tune in. I did. I had to. Part of my job. When I saw those guys getting killed by ISIS and by mm -hmm. every other jihadi organization out there, one of the things I always ask the question about, why aren't they fighting back? Look, if I'm about to get my head taken off, let me tell you something. There's a couple sets of nuts that are coming with me, and there's somebody who's losing a large chunk of skin out of their arm because my mouth is going to be fucking going nuts trying to bite kick sneer i will do everything in my power i will break bones with my fucking Even head after it's detached from his body his head will still be biting the ankles like a fucking terrier probably i i, I always ask the question why did you just give up it always drove me crazy you think think about it. Drugs? Like, no, no. I, or I was mean, it all faked? 
think about it, folks, just for one second. Tell me something. How much do you value your life? You mean to tell me you become a petite sheepdog when somebody puts a blade to your neck? Apparently. Is that really what happens? Apparently. Because I would never be caught dead like that. There's no way in hell you're going to put a blade to my neck and I am not going to try and find a way to kill you. I will fucking dig under everything to find a way to kill you. If I have to grab a scrap piece of stick in my teeth and jab you in the eyeball until you fucking die, I will do it. Even if I drown from your blood because of it, that's the level I will go to. Most people aren't like you, babe. I don't understand how we watch this shit and people are just okay with it. It, it disturbs me at a level that maybe most of you don't get disturbed at, but I get disturbed at. I ask the question all the time. What the fuck are we doing? Like, okay, the cloning video yesterday, and I apologize because I, I meant to say this on air. And when I went back and listened, I realized I did not. I went off the rails. Um, the cloning video we watched, that was from a TV show. But it does really happen because remember, they have to tell us what they're doing. I mean, you Which think the, the video of the cloning place where you choose your blank? Yeah. Yeah, that was from a TV show. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was real. No, 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 that's from... Shit, I was convinced that was real. That was I from a figured TV it show. was real. No, that was from a TV show. Okay. But again. I'm that dumb. I, I, I thought it was real. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. However, there you go. almost all TVs and movies at this point are either prophecies or documentaries or prophetic documentaries. Which is both put together. Holy just shit. Saying. Wow. Why didn't you just say most of them are prophetic documentaries? Just saying. Because that's the same thing you just said. Well, no, some of them are documentaries. It's already happened. Some of them are prophecies. You think it, they, what, you don't someone think had a vision of what's, what's going to happen. Come on. And some are prophetic documentaries, meaning this is what's going to Hold happen. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me get this right. Mm -hmm. James T. Anyway. I see you. I see you too. They had smaller devices in Star Wars. What, communicators? Mm -hmm. But whatever. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. Anyway, we have to get out of here. I have to go pick up the kid from his first shift at work. Oh, well, mm -hmm. hopefully he's sore. I don't know if I he will. Doubt it. Either way, she'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock mm -hmm. for The Good, good book. book. Yeah. 9.05, you can check out Lovely Liana over on Pilt and Rumble. Mm -hmm. And you can check out Vince at 11.30 for Morning Coffee. Morning Coffee. Yeah, I always mm -hmm. forget that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. You got I it. I love morning coffee. And Josh is anyway, coming up next. Yes. And we'll be back tomorrow night, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, fuckers, y'all have a great night. Uh, try and find some peace and uh, enjoy your evening. Yes. Till then, peace, bitches. For the Mick. And Lynn. Thanks for watching, y'all. Have a good night.
fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find you out. You ain't make it through the snakes, snares, and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart. Stand on what I say what I And my say. second amendment handles what I can I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it I got a red rider gun when I was three So I don't run or hide from anything Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue Color bulb on the side hey, you can fuck around and find Fuck around and find out. I love my country. 